Irvi Majumda has been around the Melbourne comedy circuits for a few years and is a regular writer on the project. After four successful shows at Melbourne Comedy Festival with other exciting comics, this year she is debuting her solo show, Irvi Went to an All-Girls School, which is playing at the Mantra on Russell for the whole festival. Please welcome Irvi. Hey everyone, how are we? Great. Awesome, thank you so much for being here. Um, uh, yeah, my name's Irvi, thank you so much for being here. Um, my story is uh, from a time in my teenage life when I was really angsty. Um, I don't know if anyone else has felt that. <laughs> Very self-loathing, um, felt really ugly, and hoping for a better tomorrow when I would be hotter. <laughs> um, okay, cool, <laughs> so here we go. The year is 2008 and I'm sick of pining. I'm in three quarters of the way through year 10. It's winter and I'm depressed. Something has changed in my body and I'm completely aware of how lanky I am. How my eyebrows already dominate my oversized head. School still matters a lot to me, but it doesn't matter as much. And I'm sick of being the biggest nerd on the planet. But I can't help it. My favorite subjects at school are English and drama. My world changes when my English teacher explains how symbolism is used in Strictly Ballroom, <laughs> a film we're studying in school. I get confused and think my life is a movie and look for symbols everywhere. <laughs> I notice things like a single street lamp being on in a dark street and think, is this a symbol that's meaning that there's hope for me? <laughs> life is too much. My parents can't figure it out. They see me sobbing in the bathroom after I leave hair removal cream on for too long on my eyebrows. <laughs> and I have red patches for weeks. They tell me I should focus on my studies. That looks don't matter. I cry into my pillow and scream at them. Shut up! <laughs> no one understands me. I'm sick of being the weird Indian one that no boys like. I get up every morning and I play Mariah Carey's hero and dream of being an actress. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Titanic. I cry myself to sleep at night sometimes, thinking that if Leonardo DiCaprio met me in real life, he would think I was ugly and boring. <laughs> All I want is a hot boyfriend with blue eyes and blonde hair to take me away from this deep misery. I want the total opposite of who I am. I go to an all-girls school, so it feels like I will never find a boyfriend. In an attempt to meet boys, I join every extracurricular activity that involves our sister school. A castle on a hill full of boys. Even though I suck at the beep test, <coughs> I join army cadets. Surely there will be a hot guy there. My English teacher tells us the next day that if Australia went to war, all army cadets would be recruited and sent over. So I get the fuck out. I am running out of options. I have a hopeless and desperate crush on the star of the Indian community of which my parents are a part. I'm not one of the cool kids who gets to do Bollywood dancing after school. I have to come home and study maths methods with tears of frustration rolling down my cheeks as I stab the pencil hard against my textbook and write emo poems on the side of my page. <laughs> Behind these lengthened lashes, underneath the straightened strands, past this lip gloss smile, do you know who I am? 
I write, imagining what it would be like to be allowed to own a hair straightener. <laughs> I am totally in love with Kay, the cool Indian boy in the community, but everyone loves him. All the girls make up code names and we call him these in our infatuation. I know he doesn't know I exist. I play Death Cab for Cutie and add him on MSN anyway. <laughs> Making sure that I change my name to something cool first. With lots of stars, commas and exclamation marks. I make sure I have the lyrics from Red Hot Chili Peppers Scar Tissue in my display name. <laughs> for all to see. In an attempt to stand out, I log on and off heaps, hoping he will talk to me. <laughs> I always start the conversation. I find myself in what I think is a fortuitous situation, as I've started Hindi class in the same school Kay goes to. <coughs> I tried this out for a hot move on MSN one day. <clears throat> so I noticed that you have drama rehearsals on Wednesdays, Tuesdays, and every second Thursday. <laughs> but how come you logged on a bit later than usual at 6.30 on Friday? What were you doing, lol? <laughs> and he says, dot, 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 okay, and goes offline. <laughs> I want to die. <sighs> I'm so sick of being trapped in this body and trying everything to look different. Months go by and I've resigned to my fate of being a fuggo for life. <laughs> when one day, as I'm relaxing in the library, my favourite place in the world, I notice a book has fallen off the shelf almost like it was meant for me to find it. It's titled, Working with Witchcraft. <laughs> and it feels like it's speaking directly to my soul. Do you want change? Do you want the help of a higher being? I'm fascinated as I flick through the pages. It feels like something magical is happening. I start reading the book from cover to cover. I decide I'm Wiccan now. As if by magic, I find a shop for witches near Murrumbina Station. <laughs> Don't know if anyone's been there, it's cool. <laughs> the old guy behind the counter tells me he's a modern-day wizard. And I believe him. Why else would he always be wearing a long black and purple cloak? I tell him I feel ugly, and can he suggest anything to help? He says something corny like, any guy would be lucky to have you. He clearly doesn't understand. Everything in the witch shop is completely out of my budget of $9.80. <laughs> my life savings. So instead, I'm joyful to discover that all that I need can be purchased at an affordable rate at the reject shop. I buy loads of Lang Lang patchouli and juniper berry oils. <clears throat> For some reason, they're all on special. Take that, suckers, I think, as I consider myself a proud working witch. I await eagerly for the full moon to try a spell I've been waiting for so long to do. Because I have found the answer. I've doggy-eared at least 23 times a page with a spell titled, How to be Beautiful. My mum and dad still don't understand. Why are you spending all your money at the retex shop? Why does your room smell like every flower in the world on steroids doused in vanilla or musk? Why are you collecting acorns? Because, Mum, in my religion, they're lucky. <laughs> I scream, slamming the door. Despite all the obstacles before me, I have waited patiently for the full moon. I've collected acorns, stones and feathers. I've cut off a lock of my own hair to burn. And in my room, with all my windows and doors firmly shut, 
I begin my spell. Air, fire, water, dust. In this full moon's magic I trust. Give me power, pride, dimples. Take away my annoying pimples. Om Shanti and Shanti and Om. Make all the boys want to take me home. Moon, stars, patchouli in a pot. Please, spirits, make me fucking hot. I keep going into the night, envisioning werewolves against the moon. I hear bats, owls, I'm sure of it. I scrunch up my face, wishing with every tiny bit of energy I have. Please, spirits, make me hot, okay? After a few moments of intensity, the night falls quiet. I go to bed, thinking of the kind of mega babe I'm gonna be when I wake up in the morning. I wake up and my face looks exactly the same. I'm gutted. I swear at the universe, throw some acorns against the wall. And wiping tears away from my face, I head back to the library where I belong. A few weeks pass and I'm at my stupid job waitressing at Faster Pasta. I swear under my breath as my boss keeps telling me to smile. I think if I smiled every time a random guy told me to, I'd be wrinklier than a walnut. My boss annoys me every day. When I walk in today, he says, Irvi, you look like you have 10 kids at home. That's just my face, deal with it. Later in my shift, I'm scowling hardcore near a window, wiping spoons. When I hear a whistle, a wolf whistle, I look up slowly and see a pack of old Greek men leering at me. <laughs> One says, hey, little sexy, before his friends interrupt and they all laugh. I laugh nervously and run for the bathroom. I look at myself in the mirror. Could this be happening? The next week, I'm at home on MSN and I'm talking to a family friend who goes to the boys' school where I do debating. It's been an eventful week with lots of inter-school activities. Hormones are wild. People are feeling restless and horny. Summer is coming. My friend types to me, so Jason says you're hot. I choke on my dinner. His twin brother, Miles, who was there too, says you're hot as well. I can barely finish reading the sentence. I'm in front of the mirror screaming, tears rolling down my cheeks. Not only has no one in the history of the world ever called me hot before, but now twins are saying it? <laughs> a quick flash of witch possesses me as I scream, double, double, toil in trouble. <laughs> I feel like throwing up. I'm rolling on the floor, I feel sexy. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I notice something. Maybe I'm a little bit hot. <laughs> I see an acorn on the floor and I know why it's there. <laughs> Thank you so much, you've been a great audience.